everyone and welcome to another episode of Avocados and Reese's Cups. I hope that you had a lovely Valentine's Day. I do believe Valentine's Day is a made-up holiday, but it's a nice day to um, affirm your love for people, your friends, your family, your partner, your kids, your dogs, your cats, lizards, gerbils, bunnies, whatever. Um, snake people. I'm not a snake person. But whoever you love in your life, it's a good reminder to always tell them that. Um, and do it every day because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. Um, this pandemic certainly has brought us all clarity. Well, not all of us, I guess. Many people clarity in how they feel about what they have in their lives, who they have in their lives, what they allow in their lives, all those things. And th that's a good thing. Um, the pandemic is not a good thing, of course. Um, almost 500,000 people have died in the United States. It was completely bungled by the previous administration. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're a supporter of theirs or not. They bungled it completely. And there was literally no plan to get the vaccine out. They got the vaccine made, which is awesome. But there was no plan for them to get it out. So I don't know what he was planning on doing if he one again the presidency just what figuring it out then when you had months to do it after the election I mean I, I don't I don't know all I know is that in this short three-week period the new administration has ramped up the vaccine output and getting them actually into people the state of Massachusetts where I am currently is effing it up but Hopefully, they'll get their shit together. I'm having everybody I know write letters or emails to your local state rep. You should do this in every state if you feel like it's not going the way it should. And give them your voice because our voices do matter. But we have to use them. So you can use it in a constructive, positive way. I'm not saying send a nasty gram. But give your views and, you know, tell people, come on, let's go, pick it up. Um, anyway, so that's kind of the current, current events. Um, we had a nice weekend. I, my husband and I normally get pedicures together for Valentine's Day, but we had to go separately. <laughs> so I just kept my normal appointment and he had an appointment on Saturday. And then yesterday he went skiing for the day in our little ski area in our quote backyard in Westford, Neshoba. And he enjoyed a couple hours of skiing, which he loves to do. He's been skiing since he was a little kid. And um, he doesn't get to do it enough. And even though it's a very small mountain, um, and my husband has skied in the Alps, he's skied in Tahoe, he's skied in um, Blackcomb, Whistler, I mean, everywhere. Um, he enjoys to ski and it's convenient. And with his busy schedule, getting a couple hours where it's literally a five minute drive away is great. So I'm happy that he got to do those things. I got, he got me two dozen beautiful roses and uh, we got takeout from Gibbet Hill, which is a local farm to table that we love. And um, they were overwhelmed with takeout, uh, but that's a whole other story. So we won't go into that. Um, I wanted to talk today because there's a lot of angst in current events going around about the Republican Party and how are they going to be and what are they going to do and are they going to be um, 
you know, follow this way or that way? And are they going to go back to their traditional family values, um, financial values, fiscal values, all of that? Or are they going to go the way of the crazies? And, you know, it made me think that if you are a conservative voter, you have that decision in your hands. Like you can decide. Like all this angst in the media is just ridiculous when every voter has a decision to make and you can decide what, how you want your political party to be. Just like in life, we can all make decisions. If you're in a bad relationship, you can make a decision to leave. Now, sometimes it's not that easy. Most of the time, it's not that easy. And I'm not trying to diminish how difficult it can be. What I'm saying is we all individually need to remember that decisions of our lives are in our hands. Just like conservative voters can decide how they want their party to be. And they should. It is their decision. They're the voters of this party. They're the ones that should be deciding. They're the ones that are affected by it. They're the ones that this is their voice. And they should have it be heard the way they want it heard. Just like we in in the progressive party want the same thing. If you see something going to shit that you're involved in, whether it be your relationship or say your child's school or your community or your job, um, you have the power to affect change. And we all have to remember how much power we have to affect change. I think people sometimes forget that they have that power because some sometimes it feels like, well, I'm only one person. What can I do? But honestly, remember, one person can start a domino effect and create what you want to see. And I love that. I just passed by a house that had big hearts that say family, love, empathy, just like First Lady did at the White House for Valentine's Day. That's beautiful. That put a smile on my face for sure. Little sidebar there. But we have the power to change what we don't want to see. Just like I'm steering my car right now and I have the power to take a right, take a left, turn around, do whatever I need to do or want to do. In life, the bigger things are harder. Like if you find yourself in a bad relationship, but it's comfortable and you have kids and what will you do? Will you, your life be harder if you leave that person or you ask them to go into counseling and try to save your relationship, but it's not going the way, it's not, it's not working right now. You don't want to just throw it away. You want to, you want to work on it. Are you afraid to bring that up? Because that person might not want to. Are you afraid they'll resist it? 
you know, they'll see it as, as putting them down. Are you afraid to have conversations with your parents? If you're an adult and they're too clingy, they're too, um, I don't know, indignant, or they don't allow you to live your own life even though you're an adult. Do you need to have a, a conversation with your children who are getting older and you see maybe one of your children going down a road that's not so good and you want to pull them back, but it's going to be tough love that's going to be needed. Whatever. Change is hard. You know, I was married at a very young age and it wasn't a bad relationship. There was no violence. There was no abuse. But it was, it was a relationship that started in immaturity. And I, as I look back on it, at the time I didn't think this, but as I look back on it, I see that it was only because my dad, who subsequently passed, had met this person that I married them. And I wanted to get, you know, I was coming to college. I wanted to get away from my parent, my mother, my stepfather. That was abusive. And so there were a lot of factors. Was my, my, I sound like Elizabeth Taylor when I say this, but was my first husband a bad guy? No, he wasn't a bad guy. He just wasn't the guy for me. And I wasn't the girl for him. It just, it wasn't right because we were too young. And I never wanted to get divorced, but it needed to happen. And so it was difficult after that, but I made that difficult decision. I could have gone home. My mother was like, you need to come home. And I'm like, the hell I am. I don't care if I have to live in my car. Like literally, I did not have to live in my car, thankfully, but it was rough. And thankfully my brother and I banded together for a good amount of time until we could kind of both get on our feet a little bit. And then he moved to Washington state and I got a roommate here and, and ultimately everything worked out that was a really big change. And you know, anytime, if you're in a miserable job, you've got to remember you have the power to change that. And you might say, well, no, I can't because I don't have this or I don't have this education or I don't have the ability to do this or the skills. Remember, you can gain the skills. Remember, you can go to community college. You can go back to school at any age. We so limit ourselves when we say, I'm too old, I'm too tired, I'm too this, I'm too that. And it might not work in your life for you to go back to school, okay? Full-time or even part-time. But take a chance on it if that's something you wanna do. Make a change because you're worth that. And you don't have to. If you things, see things going in the ditch, you have the power to pull it back. If you are um, annoyed or concerned about, and this is a hard time to talk about this right now because of the COVID, but if you see your child's school going in a way that you disagree with or you don't think your child is getting the attention or the assistance or I don't know maybe you feel your child's teacher is not has some against your kid or if you're a teacher and you're having problems with a lot of the, the parents you have the power to 
change to go to a different school and become a teacher, to change your child's school. You can do that. You are not stuck where you are. And a lot of times people settle because they're afraid of change. I can be afraid of change too. I'll be honest. I'm, I like change. Like I'm, I'm happy to roll with it. But sometimes I'm like, ugh, I don't want to. Right? Aren't we all like that? And so listen, just remember that within you, you have the power to affect change in your life and in the world. It creates a ripple effect. There's been a lot of hatred and a lot of division. And what we all, all of us need to individually do I don't believe in just unity for unity's sake. I believe there are some people that need to pay for their choices and what they have done and caused. But they need to be held responsible. But we need to remember that we are all humans and we are all important in this world. And as I said yesterday in class, when you look at people that you want to think of as mentors or people that inspire you, don't just look at people who look successful on the outside. They have money. Having money doesn't mean you're smart or successful or a good person. Think about the big one. That person was born into money. That person was a millionaire by the time they were seven years old. That person has never held down a job outside of the family business, not even once. Well, okay, once. That caused all this problem. Um, and this person doesn't know what it's like to struggle. Well, we, you know, he must be good. He must know what he's doing. No, 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 no. A person has to prove to me that they know what they're doing. I don't care if you're a bazillionaire. I'm not going to hold you up as someone that I want to emulate or that I want for a mentor or that I want to listen to until I see what you're made of and you could be a janitor you could be a um, waste management worker and I may want to emulate you I may want to use you as an example of how I want to be okay I don't hold people up because of their money because here's the thing that I know there are some really, really awful people who have a lot of money. Really bad people who have a lot of money. And they don't deserve my... They don't deserve my praise and they don't deserve my emulating them and they don't deserve my attention or anything like that. They don't deserve any of it. 
They don't deserve a damn bit of it because they suck as people. And they, they seem to think that they're like the best thing since sliced bread because they have money. Well, I have money. So see, I'm in charge of all this. How many times, let me ask you this. How many times have you had a boss that is as dumb as a stone? No, really. And you're like, how the hell did this person get into management? Come on. You know it's more than once. And if, you, if you're young and you haven't gotten there yet, don't be surprised once you get there. Don't be surprised that you go into a company and you go, this guy's running it? I mean, really? He doesn't know how to bandage his way out of a paper bag. Oh, trust me, it'll happen. Okay. And it's not fun when it does and it's your boss. Okay, I can assure you of that. But what I can assure you of is if you get into a job like that and you hate it, you can leave. You can gain the skills you want to get the job that you want and you can get into a relationship that is good and positive. I'm living proof of that. My marriage is not perfect, but I'll tell you, it's two people working hard and caring about each other and loving each other and loving the family life that we've built. And we work on it all the time. And when my husband says something to me, I listen. And if we have a conflict, I go, whoa, what is happening right now? Come on. Both of us need to communicate better. What, what's, what is wrong? Tell me. And I have to do the same for him. But I'm very proud of it. And I'm very happy with it. And happy in it. And I, it wasn't always like that for me. I was, as I said, married before. And then I was single, which I would have stayed single forever. It had to be right. My job, I got laid off a lot in the 80s. I knew it wasn't my, quote, fault. But I had to take responsibility. I had to learn new skills. I had to keep up with technology. I had to try different things, apply at different companies. And finally, I decided as I grew up the line in the corporate world, and I was a VP in a small company, to be sure, um, I decided that, no, I want to run my own business and I want it to be fitness. I don't want someone else to have the power to fire me or lay me off. I, I want that power in my own hands. And it was scary because I didn't have like this big savings account and you know all this stuff to fall back on and I was single so I didn't have like a partner but I found a good roommate I was okay and you know I didn't buy a lot of things I didn't have a new car I didn't but I did it it took a long time but I did it and we all have to just remember that we have the power in our own hands to do this stuff we can make change in our own lives and we can make change in the world, in our economy, in our climate, on our planet, in our communities, in our politics. Remember that you hold the power and never think of your power as something that's just one little person. No, your power means everything. Use it for good.